Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. <laughs> I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 178 we're in part three of the series on how to build your email list and that is the sale yes you've got your ideal target person to subscribe to your email list and as a result of your free resource that you created you've been following up with them um, either with a blog broadcast or an autoresponder sequence time-based or action-based but the fact is if you're building your business guess what you're gonna have to sell something and you know what? It's a beautiful thing if you do it right. And unfortunately, most marketers, many marketers, get it absolutely wrong. Fortunately, you're listening to this episode, so you're going to get it right. So the sale, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So some of you probably wondering what in the world is going on where is leslie normally i'm all loud and enthusiastic but some of you already know that i have this little son his name is noah and you know what he is right next door in the room taking a nap so i'm gonna be a little softer than i normally am i'm still gonna try to be enthusiastic and excited about the content but i'm just not gonna be as loud and i hope you don't mind i hope you still get the excitement i hope you still get the enthusiasm because i am still excited and still enthusiastic about this in fact um um, I'm, well, the reason he's napping right now is because if you're listening to this on the day that it's released, the w- that's Wednesday, um, August 27th, my wife and I are basically getting ready with, with him also. We're going to be heading down to Thompsonville, I- Illinois. Um, we're going to be recording on the 3ABN television network for a show called Magnify Him. It's a Christian show where they f- feature musicians from all over the world. and It's kind of exciting. So, we're leaving on that Wednesday to head down to drive to Il- on on Tuesday. So actually, I'm recording this now on Tuesday, and I'm leaving. We're leaving in about three hours to drive down there, and then we're gonna record tomorrow on the Wednesday. If you're listening to this on that day, uh, and then we're gonna drive to Chicago, spend the night there, and then at three a.m. <laughs> My son and I were going to wake up, head to the airport, um, and then we fly out to St. Martin at a little after five for two and a half weeks. It's my son and I alone heading down there. So it's going to be kind of interesting. We never traveled with him, where it's just me and him. Um, So that's going to be interesting. This is a crazy week, but you know what? It's great to be able to do this still. You know, it's great to be able to record this and then go down on this trip and go to St. Martin and all that kind of stuff. The school year just started and everyone is hustling, getting, you know, classes going and all that stuff. And this is the first time in 29 years that I'm not feeling that back to school rush. Um, As you probably know, I left my job as a university professor at the beginning. I mean, well, at the 
end of July. So, you know, it's, I mean, end of June. So it's just interesting to be in this situation, you know, going off on this trip. And, you know, it's exciting. I'm just here working on building this business. And that excites me. Anyhow, that's just to kind of give you an idea of what's going on with me right now and my family. But that's not what you're here for. You want to get to the content. Before we get to the content, I need to let you know that this episode is brought to you by... Get Response, the email marketing service that I use to run my business. We're talking about email marketing. And, you know, I've been doing email marketing since I started my blog back in 2008. I was using Aweber, but then I switched to Infusionsoft because that had a bunch more features. And eventually, you know, I just realized it's too complex. It has too many features and it's too difficult to do some of the basic things. So I switched to Get Response, blown away with it. Um, they allow for all kinds of different things time-based autoresponders, action-based autoresponders, and we spoke about that in the last episode. Um, so I want to invite you to check them out, becomeablogger.com slash get response. And here's the thing. If you have a list over 1,000 subscribers with some other service and you're thinking about transferring over but you're just not sure about how to do it, send me an email, leslie at becomeablogger.com. We will actually transfer it for you as long as you use our affiliate link, um, becomeablogger.com slash getresponse. So check that out. Check their service out. I'm a firm believer. I love what they do. All right, let's get into part three of this, how to build your email list. Um, and we're going to be talking about the sales. So in part one, episode 176, we spoke about the setup. How do you set things up from your opt-in um, bribe or resource that you get using to get people to subscribe to adding the forms on your site, setting up the right pages and everything that's involved. We covered that in episode 176. In 177, we spoke about the follow-up. Once they're on that list, what do you do? You have to follow up with people. And we spoke about the different ways to do that in episode 177. And in this part, we're going to be talking about the sale. How do you convert those free subscribers into paying customers? All right. So if you want to get to any of these, of course, you, it'll be linked in the show notes for this episode. Or you can just go directly to becomeablogger.com slash episode 176, 177, or 178. So we want to convert them into paying subscribers and we're going to walk through the steps, the steps that I recommend um, so that you're doing this right. Let's talk about the type of salesman you don't want to be. So a, a while back, I'm not going to say how long, I'm not going to say which conference, but I went to a conference and a guy came up to me and he came up to me and he said, hey, are you, are you Leslie Samuel? And I responded, I, I I think I am. <laughs> I hope I am or something of that sort. Um, you know, it's a good thing I, did, I didn't say what I say sometimes. I say sometimes, um, if I'm not, my, my wife gets in bed with the wrong man and then I chuckle and we have a laugh. But anyhow, that's besides the point. Um, so I told him that I was Leslie Samuel and then he, he, he proceeded to tell me that he listens to Learning with Leslie. He loves the show. And, you know, quite frankly, when he told me that, I felt honored. I felt flattered. I mean, people coming up to you and saying, hey, I listen and I get value from it. That That is awesome. But then he abruptly changed the subject and asked, do you promote hosting to your audience? And I said, yes, uh, because that's something that I do. I'm teaching people how to build a blog, so they're going to need to know how, they, they're going to need hosting, right? Um, well, evidently, 
at that point, he just went on and, you know, he said he had the perfect hosting solution that I just had to share with my audience. And he was part of, you guessed it, uh, a new hosting company. And for the next 10 to 15 minutes, I just got pitched on how awesome his company was. Um, he handed me his business card that, that, so that I could contact him directly. And he, he said he was looking forward to hearing from me and for the relationship that we're going to have and, and, and all that kind of stuff, because he's going to provide so much value to my audience. You know, <laughs> quite frankly, it was quite an awkward situation. I didn't enjoy that conversation. Um, and you know what? It, that's not the first time something like that has happened. As a blogger who teaches about blogging and building an online business with your blog, I get emailed on a very regular basis with emails just like this. The fact is this. People don't want to hear from that guy. I don't want to hear from that guy. Um, and unfortunately... That's what many of us bloggers do when we think about how do we sell with our email list? How do we sell with our blogs? And I don't want you to think in that way at all. It's not just about telling people, hey, you know, I have the best thing for you and you should get it. No, that's not the way you approach it. Now, I want to I give you another example that's kind of the opposite end of the spectrum. And this is kind of the story of how I got into blogging. And it had to do with this Australian blogger guy. His name is Yaro Starak. You may know him. You may not know him from entrepreneurs-journey.com. Um, and, and what happened in this situation was... I was running my online business. I didn't have a blog, um, but I was running my online business, running around in circles, constantly working extremely hard, getting stressed out because I'm doing so much in my business because, you know, I always had to go out and get leads. All right. Um, and I was doing that in the forums and actively doing it. And until a point where it was like, you know, I need to do something a bit different. And I found out about blogging. Um, and I found out about blogging because I stumbled onto an ebook that Yaro had written. So I read the ebook and it fascinated me. So I went to his website. And when I went to his website, I opted into his newsletter because I saw he had something you can opt in and get this um, other um, uh, uh, ebook that he put together and then get tips on a regular basis. Now, I didn't really know Yaro. I'm, I'm good friends with him now, but I didn't know him at the time at all. He's something one new to me. So I signed up, I got his report, his ebook, and I started to read it. And it was a lot of value in this thing. And then I started getting emails from him on a regular basis. And I remember the next email I got from him, it, it, it was just high value. I mean, it taught me things that I didn't know. Um, and it got me excited about this blogging thing. And, and, and it taught me things that I could actually take action on. And I started taking action on it and I started seeing the results. So the next time he sent out an email, I remember, you know, I remember a number of times waking up in the morning and seeing a bunch of emails in my inbox and glancing through and seeing his name. And when I saw his name, I would go directly to that email and read it. And then it was something of value again. And the more he sent me stuff, the more value I got from him. And then one day I remember he sent out an email because he was launching his, his, his um, coaching program and it was $97 a month. And when I got that email, I was excited. I thought to myself, man, if this guy is giving me all this value for, for free, what am I going to get if I were to pay him for it? 
And that's exactly the position you want to be in. Because I had I was learning to trust him because every time he sent me content, it was adding value to what I was trying to accomplish. It was helping me to accomplish my goals. And the fact is this. People are more most likely to buy from a trusted expert friend. Now, in the last episode, we spoke about how to gain that trust by providing high quality, relevant, high value content in your follow up sequence. But now I want to talk about what happened. You know, he, he sent that email. He had something for sale. And as soon as I saw that, I was one of the first people to sign up. And I want to talk about that sales process now. This all starts with the same thing the last episode started with, the same thing the episode before that started with, and the same thing many of the content, many of the things that I've taught in many of my podcast episodes starts with. And that is, of course, understanding your ideal target person. And I want to go through this process with you um, from go- understanding your ideal target person all the way to making the sale and how do you go about doing that. And I want to use two examples. I'm going to pull, since I have a biology blog at interactive-biology.com and I have my blog at become a blogger, I'm going to pull from both of those and we're going to walk through these two examples and hopefully what you're doing in this process while I'm going through this stuff if, is you're thinking about your ideal target person and you're following that all the way through the sale okay so let's for let's say for become a blogger my ideal target person and i'm really making this very concise i have a few paragraphs written out on who this is but my ideal target person is someone who wants to start a successful business start and build a successful business with a blog and one that where they can create content, inspire others, and even change the world. So that's my become a blogger, ideal target person. And then for biology, it's an, a college student who is struggling to pass their biology classes. All right, so those are my ideal target persons. We have an idea of who they are um, and... Um, then we want to go to the next step, which was similar to the, pre- the step for in the previous episode. And that's you want to understand the goals of your ideal target person. What are they trying to accomplish? So, for example, with Become a Blogger, maybe my ideal target person might want to supplement their income, might even want to leave their job. They want to have the financial freedom. They want to have the freedom to travel and so on and so forth. With my biology blog, They might want to be, well, not they might, but they want to pass their biology class or maybe even they want to pass it with an A. Um, They will be taking anatomy and physiology and they want to make their parents proud with their grades. That makes sense for my ideal target person. Who is your ideal target person and what are their goals? Okay. Then once we understand their goals, we need to understand what they will need to help them accomplish their goals. And once we start thinking about these types of things, these are going to be things that are candidates for stuff that you can promote. It might be affiliate products. It might be products that you create. It might be services that you can promote um, as an affiliate. It can be a number of different things. All right. So I want you to go ahead and just make a list. You know what they're trying to accomplish. Now, what are some products, services and, you know, maybe courses that um, you can um, either promote as an affiliate or create yourself? So let's do it for my example. 
and you can do it, of course, for your specific niche. Let's talk about products. So some of the products that my I, my ideal target person might want to use, and I'm just going to keep things simple, um, plugins, specific plugins, like the Pretty Link plugin, where, you know, if you're promoting an affiliate, like GetResponse, you can say go to becomeablogger.com slash GetResponse. Easy to remember, and Pretty Link allows you to do that. Or if they want to increase their opt-ins, they might go with Opt-in Monster. Um, so those are some products that I can pre- um, promote. Um, the first one is a free product. It's Pretty Link. But still, that's something I can promote because it helps them. Opt-in Monster is something that they'd pay for, but they can use my affiliate link at becomeablogger.com slash opt-in monster. Okay. Um, with my biology blog, um, maybe I can find s- some relevant biology books or study guides or handouts. These are all products that are candidates for affiliate promotions. Now, let's talk about services. Well, it's somebody that's trying to build a business with a blog, they're going to need certain services like hosting. So I would recommend them going with HostGator as an example, email autoresponder, so GetResponse, or maybe a service like lead pages. Um, so these are all things that it's going to go on my list. These are things that I can promote. For biology, maybe the services might be things like tutoring. Um, I can find there are websites online that you can sign up as an affiliate where they can provide tutors for students and so on. And you can make a commission by promoting that. Or maybe some type of other online learning community. Um, My biology blog right now, we don't have a paid membership. We don't have solid products. Um, So I can look for others and promote those. What about training? Well, training, definitely that's something that you can promote. For example, with Become a Blogger, my Become a Blogger University that's currently closed but will be opening soon, so stay tuned. Um, And of course, that's shameless self-promotion, but that's the concept, making a list of the things that you can promote to fund your business, to make some money with your blog. What about my biology blog? Well, I can find, once again, online courses. Um, I'm sure there are many of them online. Um, I just, for example, recently promoted a uh, a webinar, a, a physics webinar to my students because I know that a number of biology students are going to be going through physics um, uh, the physics classes and they're going to be preparing for the MCATs, which is the medical school entrance exam, and they're going to need to understand physics. So two weeks ago, I sent out one email and that email, I promoted that webinar. And as a result of that, I made about $125. So this is these are things that are candidates for promotion, whether it's affiliate promotions or the next step, which is what can you create to help them accomplish your goals, their goals. So the beauty of affiliate products is that you don't have to create those products. You don't have to provide the service. You can just promote it and you can make a commission. However, once you transition over to making your own products, you have full control of the process. You keep all of the income from that sale. And that really helps you to take things to the next level. So are there ebooks that you can write? Are there courses that you can create? Study guides, membership sites. Um, for example, with biology, 
my biology blog, I created a physiology study guide. And, you know, this physiology study guide was based on the content that I already had for free on the site, but I packaged it in a nice way, added some more resources, some nice pictures, and made it so that they can walk through this study guide and learn a lot about physiology. For Become a Blogger, I built my Become a Blogger University, and that's something that I can promote. So what I've done so far is I figured out who my ideal target person is. I, I've written down and I've understood and I understand what their goals are. And then I made a bunch a list of, you know, a number of things that I can possibly promote to them. Um, and when I'm thinking about these promotions, I'm thinking about things that are gonna help them to accomplish their goals. All right. So things that they're gonna need anyhow. However, what I can do is I can be the one, the trusted expert that recommends those things to them so that they can get the value and they can accomplish their goals. All right, so now we have that list. Now what I want you to do is sort them. I want you to sort those things. And in sorting them, I want you to keep two things in mind. Number one, What's the, wh wh which, of, which of these products, which of these services provide the highest amount of value? And I want you to rank them based on that. I want you to take that into consideration and one other factor. Is there a specific sequence that makes sense? So, for example, someone signs up to my email newsletter because they want to learn how to start a blog. It makes much more sense for me to say, hey, Get hosting, okay? I use my affiliate link and sign up for HostGator and you get your hosting before I talk about, you know, opt-in pages or opt-in forms and building your email list. You, you, it, it's a logical flow. So you want to kind of rank these things or make a list of them and sort them in order of highest value plus the sequence that makes sense for them. To go through what's the logical flow what should they get first what should they get next and so on and so forth all right so let's then move on okay we've made that list we've sorted them keeping those two things in mind now the question is what will you sell directly via blog via your blog versus via your email list now one of the things that I don't like to do is just promote a ton of stuff to my email list. You know why? Because when someone signs up for, if someone just comes to your blog, they visit your blog, it's not a big commitment. Somebody shared your link on Facebook or something and they, they found that link. So they clicked over, they read some content and they left. When someone signs up to your email list, it's as if they're they're asking you to take the relationship to the next level. They're giving you permission to contact them. It's like, you know, you, you go to a party. Let's say you're single and you go to a party and there are, let's say you're a guy and there are a bunch of girls around and you're just kind of going around and say hi to them and all that kind of stuff. But if someone gives you their number, that takes things to the next level, right? And now you have permission to contact that person. And when you contact that person, you want to you know, nurture the relationship in a way that makes sense. And the way that makes sense here, from my perspective, and I've seen many people do it, the exact opposite is what provides the most value to them. Don't just abuse the relationship and just talk about, you know, first of all, for example, when you call that girl um, for the first time, you're not going to ask her if you can kiss her. 
That's, that just doesn't make any sense. There's a sequence that you want to go through. Okay, this example can, can go in the wrong direction. So I'm just going to move on, right? <laughs> All right, so we're going to... Um, your, your email list is extremely valuable. So you need to make some decisions as to what you're going to promote via your email list versus just via the blog or what are you going to promote in both both places. Um, so for example, hosting and, and get response. As of right now, at least, I haven't been promoting that to my email list. That's something that I promote in my courses. It's something I promote on the blog. But the main thing that I'm, and I've, I've mentioned that I'm redoing my, my follow-up sequence right now. And as I'm doing that, the main thing that I have decided that I'm going to be promoting via my email list is going to be the Become a Blogger University. All right, because that's something that I know is of high value to them. It's something where I can work with them more closely. It's something where I can, you know, they can get courses, they can get a community that they can just be a part of and all that kind of stuff. That is what I'm going to focus on promoting via my email list. And that doesn't mean every email I send is going to be like, hey, you want to sign up for this university? Absolutely not. But I've made a clear decision as to what I will be promoting on my, via my list and what I will not be promoting um, to my list. All right. So once we've made those that decision, then we need to create a well thought out email sequence that suggests the appropriate products or services at the right time. And I want to give you some tips on how to do this. And then we're going to look at some examples. So tip number one, the first week is when you have most people's attention. And that week is when you're going to be providing the most value. Because that's when they're making a decision as to whether they're going to continue opening your emails. All right? Yes, everything is fresh now. They want to know what you have to offer. And if you deliver, and not just deliver, if you over-deliver in that first week or the first week or two, um, th you're going to be holding on to a higher percentage of those individuals. Okay? Now, what does that mean? Does that mean that's when you, you, you promote your product? It might be, but it might not be. It all depends on the goals of your specific ideal target person. Okay, so some of the things you want to keep in mind is number one, what is the pain slash problem, right? Once you can show them that you understand the problem, it's like, you know, you ever met, met someone and it's like they're finishing your sentences. It's like you're just like on the same page. That makes you really want to connect with them on a different level, right? So what's the pain slash problem? And then what's the perfect solution for that problem? And that perfect solution might be to, to join your your um, your coaching club or it might be to get your product that shows them exactly in a step-by-step -step way how to manage their Facebook ads or how to lose 10 pounds in two months or whatever the case may be. I don't know what your niche is, but whatever your niche is, what is the perfect solution to them? I mean, for them, for to help them to solve their problem, to overcome their pain. Okay. Next tip, use relevant stories. And I want to emphasize that word stories because stories are so powerful. The facts sell 
I mean, facts tell, stories sell. I heard that a while back and it just always stuck with me because it's true. We identify with stories. And as you share stories, people almost can see themselves in the stories if you do things the right way. Okay, so use relevant stories. Next step, the next next tip, provide social proof, even if you're do it, doing it indirectly. What do I mean by social proof? People are more likely to take action on something if they see that many other people have already taken action because that gives kind of credibility to the thing that they're taking action on. If everybody else is doing it, then it must be good, right? So, you know, there was an example, uh, a video that I saw, and maybe you saw this video. It was on YouTube. It has a ton of views. I didn't even look it up for this, but I'm just thinking about it right now. There's a video of this guy in the middle of a field just dancing to some music, and he looks insane and people are laughing at this guy people are looking at him like what in the world are you doing it's i mean he's dancing like he has not a care in the world but everyone around him is looking at him like he's a crazy person then someone else comes and starts to dance with him and now there are two people dancing looking like crazy people and then someone else comes and then someone else comes and then someone else comes next thing you know everyone that was around that was looking at him like he's a crazy person now all of a sudden they think it's a great idea (laughs) to, to, to go up there and dance like a crazy person to the music that was playing that was social proof because they saw more people doing it they were more likely to do it and if you can provide that in your sequence where they where your ideal target person can see that they're not in this alone if they were to buy this product or if they were to use this service it's not like they're they're doing something that no one else has done all right so provide social proof and i'll give you some examples um, of all of this in a little bit Another tip, um, you know, after your emails, let's say you're just sending out a regular email um, where you're informing them something, you're teaching them something, and then you're bringing them back to the blog. You can always use that PS line to reinforce what you have to offer. Don't underestimate the power of the PS. <laughs> so if, you, if, if there's something that you have going on, a special offer, a special promotion, that's something that you can have at the bottom of your email. Just kind of like it's like a, a, a constant reminder that's there, not hard selling necessarily, but just letting them know that, hey, this is an option for a solution to your problem. Next thing. Next tip, be consistent in your sales message between your blog and your email list. This is so important. When it comes to branding, consistency is the key. All right, so you want to be um, consistent. The things that you promote, don't promote one product here and a competing product on your blog. Um, That brings confusion. All right. So be consistent in your sales message in in the way you deliver your content, the the tone of your voice. And I know you're thinking email, what voice? But the way you write, Um, people read it in a certain way and it's a reflection of who you are. One other tip. This is the last tip. Um, Maybe you might want to consider not even selling directly to your list. Maybe you can just use your list to warm them up and bring them to the blog for more value and sell there. A lot of the things that I promote, I don't promote directly in my list. I might be talking about email marketing in this 
um, podcast episode. Um, and I might send out an email about that and you can come to the podcast, but then you might see get response and decide, hey, I want to check them out because they have some good stuff going on. I didn't even mention, oh, I shouldn't mention this because that's very time sensitive. Okay, let's move on. Now you're probably wondering what. Let's move on still though. Okay, so I gave you a bunch of tips and I want to give you some examples. Let's deal first with become a blogger. I'll tell you how I'm working on it right now. And it gives you a little bit of insight into what I'm doing. So the people that sign up for my list, a lot of them are just starting out. And if they're just starting out, some of the first things that I want them to know about is hosting, um, the email list, WordPress themes, and so on. And that's something I do in my course. So I'm directing them to my free course, my free blogging course. Um, And of course, you can check that out at freebloggingvideos.com. And, I'm, and in that, I promote these services. I also know that they face a number of struggles choosing their niche. Um, so if that's something that they're struggling with, maybe I can create a video that helps them to choose a niche. And that's exactly what I do in the course, setting up their blog. Well, maybe I show them how to set up their blogs in some videos or whatever the case might be. And that is something that I do. Or maybe... I start a blog setup service where you can pay me X number of dollars and um, me or someone on my team will set up your blog for you. So you don't have to worry about that. If that's a pain, you provide a solution. They might struggle with creating content, traffic generation, monetization. Uh, Maybe they're overwhelmed with all of the information that's out there on blogging. All of these taken together um, gives me an idea that one of the things that I should be promoting, of course, is the Become a Blogger University because in that university, we address all of these things, all of these topics, and I kind of cut it down so that you can focus on what's essential to accomplish your goal. All right, so in my follow-up sequence, what I'm going to be doing is warming them up. I might tell them, you know, in the first week or two, I might talk about when I first started my blog. I might talk about going through a course by experts that helped me to know what to do and more importantly, what not to do. I might talk about the fact that I experienced a significant amount of overwhelm and without the guidance that I got, I would not have accomplished what I've accomplished. Then I might talk about the problems I've seen with many courses that are out there and and the, the, the lack of ability to track your progress, the lack of accountability, and it's just like you're throwing a bunch of content and you don't know what to do with it. And then I can talk about how that led me to start the university and I open it up to 50 beta testers and I can talk, I can include some social proof talking about the successes that they're having or the feedback that I'm getting from the course. And then you know what? I can say, if you're interested in checking this out, you know, we've gone through this sequence, you've, you've, you've seen that I identify you with your pain, I know what you're going through, and I have a solution, you can check out this solution, you can join Become a Blogger University. All right, so that first week or two, I can kind of take them through this story. We spoke about story. I can provide them with um, social proof. I can talk about the pain, uh, the problems, and then I can give the perfect solution and then have them go through this sequence. Um, and maybe at the end of some of my emails, I can say, P.S., <laughs> as I was talking about before, P.S., we have a special offer going on, and you can check it out at whatever the URL is. So that's one concrete example, but I want to give you one more and then we're going to call it quits there. So 
biology. Let's say people that are just coming to my website right now because they have a lot of physiology videos and they are struggling in physiology. Of course, I have my physiology study guide. All right. So how I would play this out, and this is also something that I'm going to rework at some point. I can talk about my experience when I first got into physiology. So I'm kind of, you know, telling them the story again. Um, I can talk about the fact that I sucked as a student before that. So some of these people that are coming and finding this site, quite frankly, they're kind of like how I was. They sucked as students. And then I can talk about how I saw the beauty of a neuron and then I fell in love um, of how complex this nerve cell in our body is. And that got me excited. I can also talk about how I saw that most of the students were really struggling to understand the concept and I was taking some extensive notes in the class so I decided to share my notes and I can talk about how detailed the notes were and how excited I was to make these notes and then to share it with others and then you know even more social proof I can talk about the fact that over a decade later today over 10 years since actually now is maybe like 11 or 12 years since I took those notes, the original notes are still circulating among students from year to year. And it's funny to see how some of the students in the class today are using those old notes that I took back then. And then I can talk about those notes form the basis for my physiology study guide. And I can talk about how I expanded on that physiology study guide and how I included high quality pictures and all that kind of stuff to help you to pass physiology. Do you see how I've prepared them for the sale? Do you see how I used a story? Do you see how I included social proof? Do you see how I brought all these things together to show them that they, yes, I understand that they have a pain, they have a problem, but you know what? Here's a solution. At that point, it's no longer like I'm this used car salesman trying to push something on them. At that point, their appetites are wet. They are waiting for this perfect, quote unquote, perfect study guide that can help them to accomplish their goal. Why did I say quote unquote? No, it is the perfect study guide to help them to accomplish their goals. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Because that's, in my, in my mind, that is the sequence, that is one of the good ways of getting people through a sequence that helps them to, ooh, that was kind of loud. <laughs> helps them to easily now make the decision to take the next step, to go from a free subscriber to a paid customer. And as you're building your business, that's exactly what you want to be doing. I hope you got a ton of value from that. I hope you weren't distracted by the fact that I'm talking so soft. Uh, <laughs> but I hope you've still got my enthusiasm in that. Anyhow, if you're enjoying this podcast, if you enjoyed this, this series, this three-part series, and the other stuff that I've created, I'd appreciate it if you could hop on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. I'm not telling you to put it at five stars, but if you think it's worth five stars, then do it. And this helps me um, to get this podcast out there to help more people so that I, I can accomplish my goal of changing the world one blog at a time. So I'd appreciate it. And of course, if you want to get your blog started, I mentioned it earlier before, you want to create content, inspire others, and change the world, my free blogging course is available at freebloggingvideos.com. 
And basically what you get to do there is you get to watch me, watch my screen as I show you exactly how to build a blog, how to build it into a successful business, how to get traffic, how to make money, and all those types of things. Freebloggingvideos.com. That's pretty much it for this episode. Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com. Changing the world one blog at a time. Until next time, take care and God bless.